Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. What's going on, guys? We had our tech challenges we had this morning, but you know what? We solved them. And now we're going to talk about how to manage a team to sell 150 homes a year. Allie, how do you you sell 150 homes a year? Who's our guest today? Today, we invited Mr. Zach Allen on the call. Mr. Zach Allen. And Zach Allen had his own challenges getting here this morning. Let's let's be real. You manage a team that sells 150 homes a year. And Allie is telling me what you were dealing with. What did you deal with last night and this morning? Um, well, uh, last night I was showing home so late and then I'll show you guys what I got going on here in the other room. Let's see. I got my daughter watching Coco Melon, <clears throat> watching Coco Melon. So let's see how much time I can <laughs> guys today. So that's, 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 what got, that's what we got today. I love it. So, so this, I, I was talking to Allie guys. If you, you've seen Allie on here before, Allie's with the uh, Hanks Realty Group. Her team is an incredible team. And she was like, I want to bring my friend Zach on. And he wasn't sure if he's going to make it. Now he's going to make it. When you, this is real life, right? This is real life. You sell Zach. How many homes are you going to sell this year, your team? So my team's going to do, just depends, I guess, when these close, either 148 or 152. And then I personally am in production. And I'm probably going to be doing about 70 to 75. And then I also have uh, four flips going on right now. And uh, we're doing some like wholesale stuff too. So. All right. Show of hands. If you're impressed with that business while having a young child watching Coco Melon sick in the other room, like this is real, dude. I love it. All right. So Allie, I'm going to turn it over to you to ask the first couple of questions. Cause you know, Zach better than me. I'm just meeting Zach for the first time, but I am very impressed. And I would love to get some of the secrets. Where, where do you want to start this, the, start the, the dialogue, Allie? Well, you know, Zach and I know each other because we're a part of a uh, mentorship program called Modern Success. So that's how we knew of each other. And we never really got to know each other really well until the past couple of days. So I guess we can call each other friends now, Zach, since we've been connecting, uh, especially yesterday. And we've learned a lot about each other over the past couple of days. But, you know, there, there are so many people that we know, and especially with being with EXP, we connect with so many agents. And there was, Zach has always stood out to me. And there's multiple reasons why, but I wanted to read, and Zach, I hope you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. I, I wanted to read something off of his Facebook. And after I read this, I was like, this, this is the guy I want to bring on. Because, um, and we'll go into that a little bit later, but I want to read this status. Can I share my screen here, Jesse? Absolutely, you can. <clears throat> yep, you can share it. Okay, so this is Zach's Facebook. And this is the status that I saw that like I had no hesitation to bring him on here. And it says, um, I am thankful for my faith. My walk with God through the past four to five years has me seeking hope rather than gold and hope through the chaos. I'm so glad I found him. This walk has allowed me to see through being real, authentic, and honest, my true self. I can help others. People have who have came against me moments of lowness of my faith has kept me grounded 
and always delivered me to the proper place. My faith has allowed me to frame bad into greater good. I'm grateful. I, I, I love that, Zach. Well, what can, can I ask you a question? What what yeah. caused you? What prompted you to post that? That's from a couple of days or last month. What prompted you to post Man, that? I don't, even, I don't even remember what happened. I think I just was, I I think once you build this. It's just, you have those moments of reflection, you know, and it was just, I, I look at what I've built here and I just always kind of catch myself pinching myself. You know, I grew up in a rough family. Uh, You know, we didn't, I mean, my mom and dad had good nine to five jobs, but it was just rough divorce and, you know, all that stuff. And we didn't have a a lot and I don't think, you know, stuff matters, but it's just the piece of life that I have now, you know, and then being able to then take that and push that onto the team. And I'm very passionate about, you know, generational wealth. So that's kind of my passion. Now see 20 agents, four or five of them whom I've helped buy houses themselves and just thrive. It's been life-changing for me too. So it's been awesome. So I read that. And then also getting to know Zach over the past few days, um, before we get into our topic with selling 150 homes and managing a team of 20 agents, I think Zach, right? Yes. Just about 20 agents. Um, I wanted to get to know him a little bit more because when we were talking, he doesn't just do the residential real estate. He's also doing investments, uh, retail, and he has multiple streams of income. So I have a feeling he'll be on here again today or at some point, to kind of share his knowledge. Um, but I mean, he's, he's what, three year, three years into the business, Zach. Yes. And now you, you're selling 150 houses a year and maybe even a little bit more and managing over, you know, 20 agents. And, oh, by the way, I wanted to add to Zach's um, wife's pregnant and like, they're expecting any moment now. So now he's going to have two kids, not just one. He's now going to have two, two children. Well, congrats. I'm going to congrats, Harry, Zach. Coco Melon on the other, you know, next time I'm on Coco Melon in the other room, baby in one arm, cell phone. Arm. No, I'm just kidding. But maybe. So, so, so can, can I ask a question to get us started, Allie, unless you got to list yes. the questions. I, I just, I just want to dive in. Um, what was the biggest challenge? Because there's a lot of people watching this. Some of them are already team leaders. They have decent sized teams. Some of them are newer team agents that are just getting started. And some are in between. They're like, I'm a solo agent. We have a whole across the spectrum. But I think one of the biggest questions people ask me, right? When you look at someone who's running a large team, what were the challenges on the road to getting there? You didn't wake up and just sell 150 homes. You didn't wake up and have 20 agents. What was the challenge? Um, I think just you, you have several, right? Like individual and then through the team stuff, like individually, I almost quit real estate several times my first year. Uh, I didn't sell a house for the first six months. So, but then it was like crazy. I, I, I called it the period of darkness. I think every agent goes through their period of darkness, right? Where they just, that, you know, you might get a few things early and then it's like three months and then you wait that period or you keep working and you keep your attitude checked and then you get there. Like real estate will test that 
you know, in multiple facets along your career will test your, your whole being really. Um, but I, you know, after I got through that, I ended up selling 25 houses in the next six months and I changed my life. And with the team, you know, it was like finding the right people. Hold, hold on. Can, can I, can I pause you there, Zach? You just yeah. casually tossed out that you sold 25 houses in six months after a period of darkness. Was that with yeah. a team or like yourself, you sold 25 houses in six months? Myself, myself. What shifted in that? Like, let's just go a little chronological because we're going to get to like today and the, the takeaways, yeah. but what shifted there? I think it was just, just the overcoming it. You know, I think life has a funny way of testing you, especially real estate. It'll test you emotionally, physically, emotionally. Uh, I said emotionally twice. So I guess that's how serious it is, but it's just, it tests you so vigorously. And I think I just made it through a past life's test, you know, and then I, I just crushed it. People, I was in it long enough. People saw, saw me working. I, Ending, and then boom, my, my sphere kicked in, my leads kicked in and it just all, it all just went through at once, you know? Yeah, it totally makes sense. And so from there, then what happened? So there I, uh, I ended up, uh, I capped, which, you know, in real estate, that means you go hundred percent commission at your brokerage. And I did that the fastest uh, at that brokerage at the time, uh, there's another guy there, young guy. I'm sure he beat my record because he's a stud. But uh, I capped, and then I wanted to pay into that. My cap was twenty thousand dollars, and she wouldn't let me pay early. So then I went to a different brokerage. So I went to a hundred percent brokerage, but for the first time in my career, I had no team. So uh, I was pretty stressed, and I ended up hiring an assistant and hiring an employee, and that was that was very intimidating. And then I still needed more help because at that uh, last, there was a point last year where I had uh, by myself, cause I have the team and then myself, cause I'm still active. I'm a team owner who still is active. I had at one point last year, 30 homes uh, pending. Uh, so, so, you know, I just can't do that kind of volume by myself and do the team and be a dad, you know, and slip and it's too much. So, you know, I wanted to, even, even if you lived on an Island with no friends, you say you had 30 deals pending by yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't think if you had no life, you could still do that. It's tough, man. I mean, I don't think I took a day off my first two years in the business, but that's, but last year, I think I did about 50 or 60 probably. And, and that, and I was building the team out last year. And, uh, I mean, it was the best decision I ever made. Uh, you know, I just had people support me and I was able to support them and have them show houses for me or do paperwork for me. Uh, and then now I'm watching all their businesses thrive. I was telling Allie, I'd have to look at the statistics, but, uh, 10 of our first year agents, uh, all of our agents are brand new, by the way, there's no one that's not in their first year of business, which has been more challenging as well. But I think, uh, our first 10 agents that we brought on, I think six or seven of them made more than 60 and then three, three of them made over a hundred thousand one who made about 200 grand his first year. Mm. And, and, so, and so you're really just scaling up in this team. Like this is like, you were the rockstar agent and your team grew out of necessity out of just a sheer abundance of business, which is, I love when teams grow that way. Ali, um, You've kind of learned, you know, a little more about Zach. So I want to know which direction we should take this. If you could learn one thing about Zach or kind of go deeper in one area of his business, what would you want to ask him? So he mentioned kind of like his journey through this. And even though he has his team and his clients, you know, there's tough times. You, you go through tough times on the personal side and then also in business. So what exactly is your secret to like pushing through bad times 
and obstacles, especially being a leader. I mean, yeah. you're just, you're not just an agent, you're, you're leading 20 people. So what, what is your secret? Yeah, I think just getting thick skin and not quitting. Cause I think, you know, I've had times where, I mean, everyone's, you know, you hate to bring it back to it, right? You go back to high school, right? Like everyone's had somebody talk shit about you or drama, right? So I think that's kind of like the weirdest thing is you get into real estate and you realize all these people are just, so, most of the people are just sociopaths. So, okay. <laughs> are you talking about your clients? Most of your clients or most of the other agents? No, most agents. I think okay, clients, just check it. You get a you know, client every once in a while who's, you're like, dude, I don't, you know, I'm going to take you to court. Your inspector missed the toilet. My toilet's leaking. You're like, oh God, you know, so you'd always get one of those, but I'm just talking to agents. You know, we've had a few agents that have joined the team that have, you know, made up crap and, you know, almost ruined, you know, uh, I mean, I've been around long enough where somebody could probably say something to me and, you know, some people believe it and some people are like, dude, like, no, but one of, one of them, you know, tried to ruin like one of my newer agents careers and I didn't that didn't sit right with me and you just right. happens. So. so, so, so let me ask about that as a leader, cause we do have some team leaders listening and we do have team agents listening that your team culture is incredibly important, right? The yeah. way the, the attitude, the environment you have, if you want to drive business. So knowing that as a leader, when you have someone who you don't realize who you've gotten, that's come onto the team, what do you do as a leader? Yeah. So like the way we train our team is pretty much, I was telling Al, I'll just kind of give you the whole thing is, is culture is so important. And a lot of it is kind of, you know, we'll give, we, we like to give breadcrumbs so the agents can go figure out a little bit, call me, figure out a little bit, call me or the team leaders or whoever, you know, is available that day. Um, so they don't become job people, realtors. I want entrepreneur realtors, you know, I want people who can go out there and figure it out. So that, I think that sets the tone. And then the culture is don't judge people. I mean, I got far right people is conspiracy theorists. I got far leftist people, you know, I got all sorts of people, but at the end of the day, uh, I've made a post about that a long time ago, their friendship, the two I'm thinking about is just what is dream team. You know, it's just, they love each other. They're like brother and sister, even though they're complete opposite ends of the spectrum, what you wouldn't expect from the world right now. Um, so we, we really, we really push the, you know, love each other. Don't judge one another. Obviously a lot of that's backed by my faith. I don't push that on the team or anything. Uh, but that's just where, where it is. But once you get those bad eggs, I think our culture is so strong that it pushes them out. I mean, I'm telling you, man, uh, these bad eggs that we've gotten, we've gotten two or three over the last year, they quit and they quit in an average of no more than a month. They're out, they're out. And no, and no, and they're not taking anybody with them. And our guys are usually trying to chase them out and kick them out the door. Self-selection. Yep. I love it. Allie, I saw you ready. Were you jumping in? Well, another thing too, that I, cause I asked Zach, I was like, you know, being a team leader, like how, how do you manage that during the day? I mean, because the the 150 number, more than 150 number includes him too. And he's doing 70 deals. And then his team is doing the rest to make up that 150 number. So I asked him, I was like, well, like, what does your day look like? Are you training these people? Do you have masterminds once in a while to get them all together to talk? Like, how do you do that, Zach? How do you manage that? Yeah. So, uh, Alejo and Dustin are my two like team leads. And then we obviously have managing brokers within the office too. So our, our support is very vast. 
you know, um, and then what's really cool is I usually try to stick all the new guys in a group together so they can just bounce ideas like Johnny, uh, Johnny, Amira and Michael. They've been in the business for maybe four or five, six months. And I think Johnny's already made 50 grand. Amir is closing one a month and Michael is closing one a month and has a $1.8 million listing already. So like, I, I'll try to get them to talk to each other all the time. Cause it's like, you guys are all at the same point in your business. You know, like you guys ask each other questions, take questions to me, maybe like a once a, once a month mastermind. Uh, they usually last three, four or five hours, but it's like, Hey, let's get all 10 new agents that haven't been in a year in, in this room write down five questions and you know that it turns into me coaching on stuff and random stuff and everybody's questions seem to answer everybody else's questions so that's what we found uh works because i think we just have so many new agents which isn't always the case for teams do you leverage any sort of tech platforms to get your newer agents connected like group chats marco polo anything that are you straight up just doing it like old school getting a room yeah, we just do Facebook. We do Facebook a lot, which it's our group chats are so bad. <laughs> they should never see the light of day. What, 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 uh, in bad and what bad in what way? I mean, I know you're on a recorded line, but what do you mean? Oh, that? no, no, Tell no, us no, about no. It. no shame. It's transparency. Again, dream team, we're our true unique selves here. So, so it's all good. But no, it's just jokes, memes, inappropriateness. That that is it's wild, man. But um, it's, it's part of your culture. Like that, that is yeah. probably, that's what, that's one of those rider diet connects you guys up because you're able to feel comfortable and be yourselves. And if people don't fit into that, they're probably not going to stick in your team. Yeah. 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 We're very like, we, when, when it's ready to work, we're boots on strap up, let's go be serious. But at any time we're just all take life very lightly. It's very important. Cause especially cause how stressful this gets. It's very important. All right. If you're taking notes at home, guys, write that down. If you're going to sell a lot of homes, you got to keep it light. Serious. No, it's, it's, it's true. A, it's it's a true. Theme. Ali, you guys yeah. do that too with your group, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all about culture and how we relate to each other. And one of our core values um, is just joy and having fun. I mean, that's one thing that we, when we hire people on, we want to make sure it's uh, like people that can actually have fun because being serious all the time, I mean, it's, it just doesn't really get anywhere with your clients and your team. So I think that's important. It is. So, so Zach, I'm, I'm curious. You still are doing the lion's share of deals. Is your goal to shift out and have your team agents continue to grow and build and replace yourself that way? Or do you always see, like, do you enjoy doing what you're doing, kind of being in production where you're at? So, I mean, for me, I want to slowly get out of retail, uh, which is what I call production. Uh, I want to get out of retail sales very slowly. But without any of my sphere knowing this, I just want to slowly step away because I'm not going to like broadcast it or I don't want to like not take referrals. But I do want to get out of uh, the clown show, like, you know, demeasuring contest of retail real estate. I am a, I am a nerd. I'm telling you, this is me. He's dying. But I am a nerd, dude. I, I have a Rick and Morty tattoo. I have my son. We are naming my son after a Star Wars character. Uh, I have a Lord of the Rings tattoo. I like when these guys are like, I drive a Tesla. Sure. I got a, I'm building my dream home. I mean, cool. But like when it comes like, you know, the realtor, like, Ooh, look at my outfit, look at my BMW. I don't care. 
I just don't care. And I don't care if like this person's gossip or this person's top of town. So like, I like retail. I love helping first time home buyers. I like helping people that are selling. It's all great, but I love getting more into that investment side. Uh, the Burr strategy. I'm looking to build some spec homes, like new construction, and then, you know, keep slipping because of that kind of stuff. I can make money from home. Uh, and then, yeah, and then I can go out and just help, people buy houses who I actually really want to work with. Zach, we're going to be friends. I like that. I'm just going to say right now, Ali introduce us so we can chat sometime offline next week. Um, I I grew up in a house where my dad loved the original Star Trek and Vulcans were like prized for their logic. That was like that. And I grew up super nerdy. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll connect offline. I got some ideas for you. My son's name before your next question. My wife's going to kill me, but my favorite Star Wars character is, uh, and, and keep in mind, I just didn't want my my son to get pushed in lockers. So I threw I I I, I <laughs> the line perfectly. So my son's name, my favorite character, Obi Wan Kenobi. And so my son's name is going to be Obi John. Close as I can get it, dude. So yeah. good. That, that is epic. And like, uh, my daughter's middle name is Joy. So I love that word. That, that, that's amazing. Yeah, okay. I, I, if that, if that kid gets pushed into a locker, he's going to levitate the lockers off the ground and just, I, I guarantee he's turning it around. There's no way. That's, I love it. All right. So, so, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't have any direction I'm going with this. I just, I'm so fascinated. I want to ask a very unrelated question, which is you mentioned high school. Now we're talking about your kids getting pushed into lockers. How was your upbringing? Like, did you grow up like, were you a popular kid? Were you pushed around or, or none of the above? I mean, I think being, cause I've always kind of been different or just my true self. So I think I've always kind of gotten shit for that, but not really. I mean, I hated bullies, so I would be mean to bullies, but I was like the kid with no click, small farm school, really good athlete but played magic, the gathering with the weird kids at lunch. And so all, all the, all the like jocks couldn't figure it out. Cause I'd go kick their ass and then go play magic, the gathering with all the kids who like smelled bad and ran like Naruto or something, you know? So that's just how it was. Dude. And then I was also, <clears throat> believe it or not, I was also in a metal band. Mm-hmm. So I like singing and screaming too. So like I throw down and, and I'd go to pit, you know, the concerts and, beat up people in the pit and stuff so my my first concert was white zombie uh and anyway well well, like i said we're gonna be friends man i can tell you all right yeah i'll send send a music video once we get off the podcast with my band please do please do retired metalheads hanging out. All right. Uh, we got like four minutes to the bottom of the hour. I had not expected this call to go any. We started out with Cocomelum. Now we're talking about metal. Uh, I can see Craig been laughing this whole time. Some of the people watching this. I hope this is one of the most entertaining Asian parallels we've done in a while. Um, Ali, I'm just trying to reverse engineer what makes Zach Zach, right? For takeaway, for takeaways for people listening so they can figure out, okay, if I'm trying to model after someone who has a business that looks like what I want to have, if someone is not wired the way you are, Zach. They didn't grow up playing Magic the Gathering and also kicking butt at sports, right? They didn't have either of those skill sets. What would someone do if they wanted to pivot and kind of create something like what you have? I just read books, learn, find a mentor. I think all those are very important. Uh, You know, but I think just be your true unique self. I mean, you know, like we got, I got a guy right now, like he works on our team. Last year, he was, he was working on a pot farm, dude. This year, he's in you know, he had to work on his skills a lot and he made 40 grand this year, but we just got two signed around this weekend together. 
but like, it doesn't matter like where you start. It's just what, what matters is you're, you have a student's heart, you know, you're, you're, you're ready to learn and you know, you're, you're just willing to be yourself and along the way learn, you know, who that is and pivot from that. Cause that can always change. Just make sure you change it in a positive direction. You know, I, I love that. Ali, is there anything else you wish we had a chance to ask Zach before this, this episode? We'll definitely have him back on again as a guest, but anything else you, you, you wish we'd have a chance to ask him? I think it's the multiple income piece because that kind of it it's something that raises everyone's ears in real estate because they're mostly real estate related. Right, Zach? Yeah. So, I mean, if that you want to have me on again and talk about that, but so essentially my income goes like I got my retail. Um, my wife's still working. So me and her both count that. Um, we got uh, stocks. Uh, I got a little bit into crypto. Um, I got my team. So that's five. I'm doing flips. Uh, I can actually make money. I told, I was telling her about this the other day. I know how to make money buying and holding real estate. So you can actually, if you buy it cheap enough <clears throat> and do a method called the Burr method, once you refinance, you can actually cash out and pay yourself and usually do flips and holds for free. Yep. And, and give everyone what the Burr acronym stands for. I think, and don't, I just started learning this and I know that, that, that page is full of trolls. So if they're listening to me, they'll probably find out where I live, but I think it's a buy, renovate, rent, refinance, repeat, right? Did I get that right? I believe so. It's, it, I, I never remember exactly. That's why I always have other people define it. It's, it's basically B R R R R R R R. It's like three R's, but that's. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then I also want to get into new construction. I work with a builder right now and sells houses, but I think I want to do a few specs of my own. So, I mean, that's, I mean, we're getting pretty close and I want to start going online and doing some coursework. So I'm trying to get to 10 streams of income next year. So I think I can do it. Ooh. All right. We only have one minute. So here's a question for you. Is it important to hit 10 streams of income or if you had one or two that equal the same amount as 10, which would you prefer? I don't know, man. I've been praying this year and God put on my heart, uh, diversify and delegate. So I can't, I can't tell, I can't answer that question. I just know what's, uh, what's on my heart and what I need to do. Uh, I think whatever works for anybody is what matters. Uh, no one can run their business the right way. Only somebody can teach you a little bit of how to run it your way. So you did answer the question, diversify and delegate guys tattoo that on your forehead. That's a great Amen. mantra for 2022. Autumn's got a song queued up, um, which actually turned out to be the appropriate song for the morning. Are you an Imagine Dragons fan, Zach? No, uh, I, they're not, not, they're not, not heavy enough, probably. For me. I know they're not heavy, but I've had this song. It's called Whatever It Takes. I've had this song in my head literally for like three days straight. And as you're right. talking, I'm just hearing, if you don't know the lyrics, go read the lyrics to Whatever It Takes. Regardless of being poppy or not, I think you'll resonate with the words. Ali, thank you for introducing us to Zach. Zach, you're right. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Guys, I'm, I'm honored. Thank you so much. Yeah, send, send a group message, Ali, so I can talk to Zach. We'll set up a chat, time to chat ne next week if that's cool. Cool, man. Sounds good. All Let's right. do it. Have a good day, guys. Thanks, See Sean. You guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.